Recording in progress. Uh, three five ego manifesto Lina and Mila six two. Splenic. Ego splenic uh, manifesto. Hello, welcome. Manifestors talk. Uh, we still haven't cracked the. Intro. All right, the intro. <laughs> Whoops. It will Whoops. happen at some point. When it's correct, it will happen. Yeah. Um, that was a very interesting thing, what you were saying, um, that interactions with people are never what your mind is trying to predict them to be. Yeah. Yeah, no, at, at least in my experience, um, and interactions that really stayed with me or made an impression. I don't want to use the word impact because that has, you know, a different connotation. Yeah, no, no, it's I'm just, joking, I'm joking. Um, what comes to mind is we were talking about because I just went to the immersion in Stockholm and I'm still processing, I'm still shifting, changing, um, letting things settle. But what comes to mind is I went to my first immersion 2015. And I won't mention him by name. There was a generator there. And I don't know if I've told you this story. I was, we brought our eight month old baby with us to this immersion. And I was leaving the venue and I was struggling, <laughs> yes, to get the damn stroller out the door. And I'm not a very big person. Uh, so whenever I have issues, so I'm struggling with something, it's not uncommon for, for people to come up and ask if they can help me with, with anything, which always annoyed me, pissed me off, and I could never understand why. But in this setting, I was struggling to get the stroller out the door. And in the corner of my eye, I could see this person like jerking to, to you know, he's starting to, to move towards me and, and to help me because he could see I was having trouble. I couldn't get the damn stroller out the damn door. And then he caught himself. And eventually I got the stroller, I, you know, cleared the stroller of the door and I, and I walked away and that small interaction or lack thereof gave me so much hope that I could actually live this, that this mechanical thing could work out in the world, that there were people in the world who would actually leave me alone unless I asked for help. And this last immersion that I went to now in Stockholm, he was there and I got to tell him, Ah, so and that cool. was really nice. That was really nice. Yeah, so cool. that was really nice. Oh, we're talking about imagine with Marianne Winnegar. Marianne Winnegar is one of the OGs of human design. <laughs> uh, she studied with uh, with Rao Ruhu, the you know founder, whatever the person that actually had the um, encounter. For anyone who actually bumps into this podcast and haven't heard anything else. <laughs> I'm being this mother of like of our audience. Like I don't know yeah, what's yeah. going on, I don't know what's happening. Um <laughs> but yeah, so recently Mila um initiated what's 
soon might be the last Marianne's Winnegas, I mean Marianne Winnegas immersion. And immersion is basically what is it, Mila? Yeah, what is <laughs> you'll, it? You'll be better to explain it, I suppose. I don't I know. I haven't experienced that. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be better. It's basically you come together with a group of people of different types and you interact according to the mechanics of the aura. And it gives each type and every person there the opportunity and the space to explore and relax into themselves. I don't know so if that was... It's, a... So it's like an incubator for minimizing incorrectness. Well... In this particular setting, you know, what I, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like an environment, you're setting an environment that isn't really, I mean, it is real, <clears throat> but it's not real, real civilian life. And you can actually experiment with how the auras work. Yeah, you can, you can experiment how the auras work and you can, you can, you, it, it's a physical feeling in the body and it takes away the mind aspect of it because no matter how much you know about the system or how many details you know about your own design and you know all the gates and you know blah blah and and the cross and whatever it is actually living it and being in the body and taking the mind aspect out of it is completely different i know for a fact after this last immersion how I mean I knew even before but the sacral that is where the life force is no matter how powerful a manifesto you are <laughs> I love this and the best thing about this immersion for me was being able to spend time with sacral beings comfortable being sacral beings comfortable with waiting and without any fear of the manifester i didn't know how for lack of a better word i didn't know how healing that would be for me and how powerful that would be for me and i loved it and that that powerful sound that the sacral beings have. I know this is a manifested podcast, but anyway, <laughs> but it's, it, we don't exist in a vacuum, right? This is a generator world. This is a generator world that we live in. There's 70% of the population. So we all swim in that sacral energy. Oh, definitely. And when it's, when it's, more satisfied than frustrated oh it's just amazing i wish everyone could experience that yeah and when people let us move towards them manifestors to move towards them instead of them like barging towards us with this massive sacral energy then that must be fucking cool <laughs> super cool super i i startled one of them I didn't mean to. He was, <laughs> he was he was walking by me and I hadn't said good morning. So I said good morning. 
And he, I stopped him in his tracks just by that. And uh, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, usually people stop when you have high. No, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never had, a, 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 I never had anyone react physically the way he did. Okay, fair, 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 fair. Because you get sensitive, right? When you know, when when your frequency gets cleaner, you get a lot more sensitive to to who's who's around you and who's in your aura and that also goes for manifestors which which can be a bit of a um, of a mind fuck both for the person living inside the aura because you don't when you're inside the the energy house when you're inside inside the aura you don't experience the push it gives to the outside so you so you don't understand why people have such strong reactions to you because you're not aware of of what's going on with the aura but also on the flip side the people on the outside they get this strong push <clears throat> so they equate that strong push with the personality inside which may not be the case <laughs> you can be feel really small you can feel really small on the inside but that's not what the aura communicates. I have to cough again. Excuse me. That's okay. I can cut this out. Or maybe I'll leave it. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, she's laughing at me now. She, she's muted. <laughs> she's laughing and coughing. She's laughing and coughing. No, I muted myself. So that won't be <clears throat> recorded. Yeah, but I was talking over you. So I might leave that. Huh? <laughs> no, but, but, but that can be confusing, right? Because, <clears throat> oh, and, then you, and then you tell people that you feel really, really small or you feel really sad or whatever it may be, but that's not what the aura communicates. So then people can be like, but that's not what I'm picking up here. That's not what you feel like. That's not, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. I've always been told that I'm intimidating and this and that, and like, oh, you're so willful or passionate or this and that. And I'm like, Am I? What are you talking about? Now I understand, you know, now I know they're like this massive ego energy that I'm putting out. And it's like, even when they listen to uh, to <clears throat> our recordings back or whatever, it's like, I sound so sure of what I say. <laughs> I sound so fucking confident. I sound like I'm like, you know, there's nothing that can stop me. I sound like that. I don't yeah. feel like that. But I do come across like that, even to myself, like, you know, like, even though I know what's, what's behind it and how I felt when I was saying these things, like, I really come across as this massive strong ball of energy. And I'm like, fuck. <clears throat> and I know people, mm, this emotional manifest <laughs> that I've been trying to date, it doesn't seem like it's going very well. <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah, but he he says those things like, oh, people find me like, you know, cold sometimes or like, you know, on and off or like, you know, when I don't say and the things I do make them feel this and this. And I'm like, yo, you just don't get it in the sense that it's not things you do. 
it really isn't like you can like it's not about what you do and with any manifestors like that in the sense that it's not fully it's not about that like the the energy is there like that's it that's why we got this like funny political strategy of informing because that will actually sort of bridge the gap in the sense like we'll give more information that aura doesn't convey i'm like no you just don't get it do you <laughs> because it, it's it's the same if i'm <clears throat> in aura contact with another manifester it's the same for me i can't pick up anything from the other manifester either oh so i know even though <laughs> even though there's no it's always easier hanging out with your own type because there's no friction between the auras right um <clears throat> so that can put you a little bit more at ease but i don't know if i've told you about this interaction i had with with an emotional manifester um during the last immersion i went to she was in the I was at the back. I tried to get as far away from 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 the crowd of people as possible. The room wasn't big. There was a lot of people there. I was as far back as I could go. She was in the circle of people. She got upset over something. I don't know if I told you that. So she came and stood close to me and we hadn't talked. I knew she was a manifest, but we hadn't talked or anything. And um, so she came and stood close to me and then she moved closer and then eventually she, she asked if she could sit down next to me. And I was like, yeah, sure, that's fine. And I could feel this wave. It felt like a wave hitting me. And I could feel my palms got sweaty, like really sweaty. I could feel my solar plex start churning. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then I realized it's her. She's emotional. She's upset about something. She's emotional. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Because I, when, once it clicked, it's not me. It's, it's got nothing. I'm just taking in her wave. I could just breathe. <clears throat> and, it, and, it, and it cooled down. It calmed. It, 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 like it, it went over me. And then it just disappeared. And from her perspective, and I'm, this is not verbatim, but for her, she got really upset because someone said something to her. So she came and stood next to me. And then she, she, when she sat down, she felt as if she slipped into a cool pool. <laughs> and everything just went calm. And I was like, that's really interesting with the emotional and the non-emotional. Because that, that was the first time that I really could feel the emotional wave hitting me it's powerful definitely strong i think you did share that story yeah i have even shared it in the last episode sorry if i share the same story again (laughs) (laughs) no like i I repeat my stories constantly it's like those are good stories (laughs) but but it's so cool it's so cool and it's so cool for me it's so cool once i realized that it's not me I don't have to, and I've heard that, you know, we've all heard that. Oh, when, if you have an open soul plex, you take in the soul plex and you amplify that. Okay. So what is that? Okay. So I amplify things. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have, I have a physical experience of having someone emotional being upset sitting next to me and, and the clear distinction where I could 
oh, it's not, it's not me. This is her. I don't have to do anything with this. Okay, question. Yes. I mean, question. I don't know. Observation. Okay, because so we were talking. Because that might sound now like emotional manifests are actually because of this emotional energy, the energy that they put out. That maybe they that that means that they put out more information than actually a different manifester. Do they need to inform less, for example? <laughs> like I can I can see, I can feel like you know, not so mind listening to this and like we're linking this particular story with, you know, our aura puts different energy out than what we feel inside. So how does that work with an emotional manifesto? Obviously, you don't have lived experience of that, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm not an emotional manifester. I don't have any idea. Give us an um, <laughs> intelligent guess. <laughs> um, if you wish oh. to, of course. I'm not trying to push you into anything. Thank you. I don't know. I think maybe potentially if the emotional manifester gets to know the wave well enough that they can identify or they can recognize, okay, Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm go, I'm on my way down in my wave. Maybe they can inform about that. Um, but I don't know. I and also that goes to you know this immersion where there were quite a few manifestors. I think we were five at the end. It really just showed me again how different we are from each other I mean we're we're different type you know we're a different type but we're also very different because we're individual right so yeah of course we all inform in a different way and we inform in a way that we're comfortable with and we inform you know it's just it, because we're different we're different people yeah, some manifestors I, are nice manifestors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm joking. Listen, I'm joking. Up, listen up, people. This is this is this is the PSA. Is that what it's called? <laughs> if anyone says, and this is my experience, if anyone says they're my nice manifestors, man, nice manifestor, that's a red flag for me. For me personally. Because if you're in this exper experiment, regardless of type, you're not in it to be nice. That's not the point. The point isn't to be nice. The point is to be you. You know? Yeah, I definitely agree. I'm not nice. I'm an asshole. Oh, not I'm, all the time. Generally, I'm not <laughs> nice either. But there are moments... <laughs> when I am nice and it's very beneficial for me I can do that you know what I mean it's very like it's really cool I get what I want because I'm nice now <clears throat> yeah but is that really what my energy is I don't think so no I'm I think that for me at least I think that's what saying that you're nice especially as a manifester I think that for me in my experience that's a cop-out in a, in in a way that you're then putting the responsibility of moving towards you on another person who isn't made 
for moving towards things and it could potentially harm them because they don't have the aura that is made to move towards things. So informing people and moving towards people is yes, correct for a manifester, but it's also to protect the other types because, and here's where it get tri gets tricky for the manifester in my experience. Because if I move towards someone, if I move towards a generator and I ask them a yes, no question, they can always go, uh-uh. So then I'm rejected. And I'm standing there with my ass hanging out <laughs> and I might feel like a fool, but that's the reality of things, right? It is. That's, that's the price you pay when you are the one who initiates. You can always get a no. And, and, and that's just the, the reality of things. So yes, quote unquote, manifestors have all the power. I fucking hate that word. <laughs> but all the other types can say no. Just be, because we initiate something doesn't mean that, you know, anyone else would jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, uh, but also like we're really the only type that can actually energetically handle rejection. It's never nice and it's not like, you know, there's a lot of fear around it and all of those things, but really energetically, we are sort of protected because of the densora, whereas all the other types, no, really. And it's very interesting to me because that happens to me a lot because, you know, like I'm nice at work, let's say. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, like I manage people and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I know what I'm doing, but I mostly move towards people because, you know, like I'm the senior staff member or whatever on the shift, whatever. Um, and it's like, there, there, there was this girl that heard that I was doing kind of small human design readings in the sense that I was just checking people's charts and then just telling them what, what their aura is. And she really wanted that for herself. She really wanted that. So she tried to initiate me to do that for her. <laughs> and what came out of me was like, oh, oh, are you going to pay me? <laughs> or something like that. I'm like, I'm not in the mood. I'm not, not like, I'm not doing like, it has to come out and it has to come from me. But that happened, I don't know, a month ago. And I'm pretty sure she's a generator. And since then, she's so hurt and there's weird, weird vibe between us. And there was still, it wasn't correct for me to actually approach her and actually have a conversation about it. But it's like, sorry, mate, like it's just, you just got hit by, a, by an energetic wall and it wasn't comfortable and there's nothing I can do about it. It wasn't right time for me. Yeah. And it's like, it, that happens to me from time to time when people see me engaging in a very nice way when it's correct for me towards someone moving towards someone having this amazing relationship with one person and they assume that they will yeah. have exactly the same relationship with me so they move towards me and I say no and they're like oh she's a bitch yeah yeah I am I was yeah, yeah. to you because like you were moving yeah. towards me there was like what the fuck <clears throat> I'm not yeah. an approachable person yeah, I walk I'm around and I say that I'm not an approachable person. I even heard that at one of my jobs. Like, Lena, you know what's your, what your problem is? My manager says to me, you know what your problem is? You're not an approachable person. You're not an approachable manager. And I'm like, you know okay, <laughs> I'm not. 
<laughs> but that was years ago so I didn't you know I didn't understand yeah, yeah. I was like oh my god maybe maybe there's something wrong with me maybe yeah. I should be more approachable but now I get it I'm not an approachable person and I'm fine with it don't fucking approach me if I'm not approachable fuck <laughs> like yeah oh. yeah I mean it's self-explanatory but the, I started giggling because I've had that I've had that I've been talked to in a similar manner at different jobs <laughs> where it's like you know what your problem is and I think in the last time someone said that to me I said you <laughs> that was not apparently the correct way to talk to boss <laughs> I love Whoops. this I love this <laughs> but it it's but again you know we're laughing about it but that's what you hear your whole life as a manifesto right you have a problem because you are not like everyone else you are not playing like every, you're not playing by the rules you're not conforming you're not you're not you know part yeah, of the yeah. part of the group which i'm not you know i'm always on the outside because my aura is is that's really interesting I actually had like a small conversation about that because it's like um even with projectors in groups it's like the person I was talking with um she said that she was like I find it really difficult to be like in a independent or whatever like blah blah uh in a group setting because I just become someone else but also it's great for studying but like for a projector, because there's a focus of one person at a time, yeah. it's just very uncomfortable. Yeah. And then I thought about myself in groups and I'm like, wow, I'm I'm just always next to it. <laughs> Even when I'm like in very yeah. inside a group setting and we're hanging out, I'm just next to it. I'm like completely out of the, like whatever is happening. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I always think of that song by Stained. I'm on the outside. I'm looking in kind of because because that's the way it is even like you said even if you're in a group you're not really in the group because you're always separate and that's another thing for the manifester to that can be such a mindfuck you have to get comfortable always being on the outside you have to because you there's you can't my my husband says he's a projector he says he feels as if he's gotten invited like past the arrows so he's gotten sort of closer-ish. But the core of me is like, that's impenetrable. Like he can't really, he can't really get inside. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> whereas with, with the generators, he's, he's got the laser focus and he can focus straight on the G-center. He, there's no resistance whatsoever. But with me and, and with manifestors and with re- reflectors, he, he's penetrating where I just can't get in just can't and on the inside you have to be okay with always be having a a, a distance no matter how much you love someone no matter what kind of relationship you have it's always it's there's always a distance there yeah and we're so dangerous for the other in the sense like it feels unsettling (gasps) that's a funny story we just had friends over and they had (laughs) they had kids and the little projector, their youngest one, uh, is he maybe a year and a half? So he just started walking. So he was he was toddling around. And he 
was so funny. Like the first day, he wouldn't even look at me. He wouldn't even look at me. Like he would glance at me out of the corner of my of, of his eye, but but or or he would look at me when he thought I wasn't looking, and I would turn and I would look at him. He'd immediately look away. That's he'd so immediately cool. look away. It was so funny, and he's he's such a cutie. But I, I mean, I know what I am. I'm not gonna if he's scared. I'm not gonna you know. I talk to him and and all of that, but I'm not gonna get physically close to him. And then <laughs> day two, he was on. He was walking around. And he would like start walking towards me and then he'd wear and turn around and walk back. And he did that several times. <laughs> that is so cool. And then he had to walk past me because he wanted to get to his mom. And he, I could see it. Like he was, he was psyching himself up. He was like, <gasps> like standing and amping himself up. And so he, he walked and he walked as fast as he could. And he's a toddler. So he's not very quick. <laughs> he walked as fast as he could, like behind me to get to his mom. And it was so fun because he was walking as fast as he could with his tiny little legs. And he knew, he knew, I am not getting near that lady. She's scary. I am not, mm, I'm keeping away from her. My husband, who's a projector, he interacted with him almost immediately. Like they had that projector connection. But with me, no, I am staying far away from that lady. <laughs> This is so fantastic. It's like it's observing a human that hasn't yet received all the conditioning. Yeah. And shit. It's just so fucking amazing. <clears throat> I love and that. And eventually on the last day, I asked him, you know, do you, if he wanted to come up in my arms. And he did. And then he immediately wanted to be put down. And I got the sense of of, you know, it was like a thrill ride for him, like a roller coaster or something. Like it, it, it was like that kind of excitement. <laughs> so I, I eventually got to hold him. Um, but it, it took a good couple of days. And he really, like, he stayed clear of me. It was, it was amazing to watch. And just, you know, kids smart. Good survival instinct. <laughs> <laughs> Does the kid have defined spleen? don't know um maybe yeah i think maybe i don't know don't know i know he's a projector but i don't know about this thing i don't know i'm, I'm just joking basically because you said about survival skills yeah <laughs> yeah i love that but no, what that, i yeah. what i was getting as well going and like moving towards is also the fact that people just don't trust us yeah because we're untrustworthy <laughs> I mean that's a no-brainer <laughs> what do you mean by that I need more words why because if say there are um because generators have that open aura so immediately that the the auras are talking right there's an energy exchange there there's no barrier there's no there, there's a flow of energy between the auras um the projector comes in and they can focus right? And if it's a correct projector, that can be really, really amazing for the generator if it's invited. But if, if, if a blank wall steps into a room, why would you trust it? You don't know what's behind. Could be a kitten, could also be a tiger. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. So there's, 
you know, there's no reason to 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 trust that massive blank energy that's just pushing everything away. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of at this point I'm uh, I get I'm intimidating and stuff but this thing of like not being You okay, let me I'm like really going through. <clears throat> yeah, through you stuff. aren't you aren't intimidating. Your aura is. There's a oh, difference. See the difference? Like See I the like difference? That. Because that, that's something that I struggled with for a long time because I was like, but I can be really like not nice, but I can be really friendly. And I'm not a mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm, you know, I don't want to take over a room or take over a conversation or be intimidated. That's, you know, that's not who I am. It's the aura. And it's taking me a long time, a long time to finally be, to finally own that and be like, okay, so this is my energy and this is the aura and this is what it says to people. Doesn't mean that I am that way, but this is the message that my aura is sending. And okay, so be it, you know? It is what it is. I can't, I can't change it. I can't do anything about it. It, it is there. And if people don't like me, it's not personal. And if it is, I just don't ask. So I don't have to hear it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, love that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but again, it, it goes back to goes back to that that ingrained fear of rejection, right? Because when you're a kid and all the kids are playing in the playground, and you just you know step in the sandbox and everyone stops playing, everyone just stops what they're doing and just stares at you. That's not comfortable. Why doesn't everyone just keep on playing the way they did like two seconds before I stepped in here? You know? So that's that's what keeps happening even as, as adults. How many times did that happen? You're you're you know, you you step into a party, everyone's having a good time, and everyone just stops. And just waits oh, I, and yeah, sees to yeah, see yeah, what you're yeah. doing, what you're gonna do. Oh, no, no, no. I totally get that. But there's also, there are people, and I recently experienced that a lot at work, especially. There's few people that make a point of ignoring me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like they Do you notice my... Uh, they notice my energy but they will not stop saying things and I'm interrupting them oh. because I need something but they will not stop saying things. And I'm like, oh, darling, you, I really irk you, don't I? I'm really jarring to you. <laughs> no, I thought they ignored you as in they didn't pay attention to me. I love when people don't pay attention, when they just keep doing their thing. I That's the best oh, thing. Oh, no, I no, have. that's that's great. Yeah, I'm just like, don't mind me, whatever. Um, but sometimes I do want attention. Man, quite often, actually. I don't know what's going on with me, but like, I do like attention. <laughs> <laughs> It has to be the correct moment. That's the thing. It's like when I'm asking for it, yes. Yeah. When I'm not, then 
yo, just, just move. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't like attention either, but people who attended the immersion would probably say otherwise, because I was quite talkative. Which is not common with me. Yeah, but on the other hand, like what is common? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, yeah, yeah. today you're this and tomorrow you'll be sorry. It's slightly different and that's fine. It's a different now. Who knows? It's a different now. I love that. It's different now. Yeah. It's a different now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this felt yeah. good. We done? It feels like we're done. Yeah. And now my mind is like pressuring, bullying me that, oh, we should talk about something more. Like, blah, blah, there'll blah, be more else. times. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And then, but it seems like this is it. Yeah. So okay. thank you guys for listening. Thank you. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram. I'm Manifest's Journey Home. Mila is Life in HD SE. You can work with Mila and find her website, lifeinhd.se. You cannot work with me, but <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to, I don't know, make some fears or something. But other than that, no, really. Uh, we can become friends if I approach you. <laughs> Okay. I'm not knowing when enough is enough. (laughs) Oh yeah, this is me. (laughs) Not knowing when enough is enough. I just need to make jokes now and not finish this. Okay, this is the time. I'm finishing it. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening.